welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Sabine, the Purpose Lawyer. Thank you for listening and thank you for helping me be on purpose. So guys, today I have something very exciting for you. It is a billion dollar strategy. Yes, you heard me right. If billionaires and multimillionaires are using this strategy, then why shouldn't you know about it, right? It's worth taking notes on this. So, you know, as entrepreneurs, we build multiple revenue streams. You know, as so many people, young, old, middle, <laughs> are building businesses that are doing well. Like they're being able to walk away from their nine to fives and things of that nature. So, you really want to consider, I say this till I'm blue in the face, putting some strategies in place to basically not only preserve your wealth, but also make sure that you have vehicles to pass it on to the next generation. We've heard of so many people who have not done that for absolutely no reason why they shouldn't have been able to do that, but they haven't. And it's become a mess and it's become public and it's, you know, significantly reduced what they were able to do in their lives um, for their family. So um, several people sent me this post that um, Wallow posted and it was someone, I don't know the original person, I'll put them in the notes, was explaining a strategy about asset protection and structure, right? So um, they were talking about, you know, how you actually put your assets together to make sure that you protect them using a trust and using some other strategies that I'll kind of talk to you about, right? So business owners, real estate investors, you know, really should have the structure in place for most of my business owners and real estate investor clients. These are the ones who we kind of talk about these strategies because it makes sense for them. And so listen, it is a billion dollar strategy, right? You don't need a billion dollars to use it, but you do need some assets to use it. And listen, don't think that you're going to get a billion dollar strategy and it's not going to cost you. It's definitely going to cost you, but it's usually going to cost you a fraction of the assets that you have. So it's worth putting in place to basically preserve what you have and make sure that it sticks around for the long haul, right? Or any unexpected um, scenario. So I'm going to give you a little scenario to help you kind of like get into the zone, embody this <laughs> sort of case study, right? So here's a scenario. You yourself have a several businesses, right? You have a Toro business, an Airbnb business. You have three multi-unit properties, a lucrative product-based business because you out here killing it in these streets. You have a trademark, obviously, because you have a product-based business, but you have a trademark holding company. So don't let that go over your head, right, to, pr to protect your trademark. You have investment accounts, high yield savings accounts, IRA and bank accounts. So I have so much information. I'm looking down to make sure I give you guys a scenario and then I'll have a, a drawing in the in the video so that you can kind of follow along. Um, so the structure is right. You have your trust. Your trust is going to be the top of your structure. Then you have your holding company under that, which I'm going to get into each one of these. So I'm just going to lay it out for you. You have your LLCs under your holding company. You have your properties within your LLCs and your several other businesses as well, which could be LLCs or corporations. It doesn't matter. And then all of your other assets will probably either fall into your trust directly or you may consider having something separate for that. So let's get into it. Right. So Hove said it best. <laughs> that everybody wants to be a boss until the invoice comes. So if you want to be a boss and you want to put this strategy in place, know that these multi-layers are all part of this structure. So you're paying for your trust, you're paying for your corporations, you're paying for your LLCs, you know, you're paying to put the paperwork in place to preserve these. 
But trust me, it usually makes so much sense when I go through these through these strategies and I show people the difference between not doing it and doing it. Like there's no comparison, you know, in it. So let's let's go. Let's get into it. So the trust I tell you guys all the time here, um, if you're a listener, that a trust is basically a vehicle that's going to allow you to pass down your assets. It's a vehicle that lets you take that wealth and pass it to the next generation, right? But it's also good to help you structure during your lifetime. It's also good to give you a little bit more privacy, um, especially, you know, if you're someone who's of high profile, like celebrities and things of that nature, they don't own anything in their names, right? They have it in trust or they have it in business entities so that you don't know that it's them. Because obviously, who's not going to go look up, you know, their favorite celebrities business or whatever the case is? This information, it allows it allows it to be private so that no one could um, readily know. So you have your trust that gives you that privacy and it gives you that uh, that asset protection to be able to pass that thing on. Um, it can also, depending on where it's where this, the trust is started, could give you true asset protection, meaning that it could it could protect from lawsuits and claims and other liabilities. Right. Depending on how it's set up. So you have that as your as your top layer, right? Then you have your holding company, which is likely going to be an S-Corp. Why should it or might it be an S-Corp, right? So S-Corps actually allow you to save on employment tax, right? So when you are, um, say, uh, an, an individual, I shouldn't say an individual, if you have an LLC, you pay taxes on everything that comes within that within that LLC, right? Um, when you have an, a corporation, there's actually double tax. So you pay tax on the corporation and then you pay tax on the income that you receive from the corporation. When you are an S-Corp, you only get one tax. So that's helpful. Um, and not only that, you save on employment tax. So you, you can give yourself a small salary, a reasonable salary, I should say, and then you could take the rest as distribution. So you're going to pay employment tax only on whatever that salary is and then the rest is just a distribution and we all know as business owners the com the country is set up to give you tax incentives when you're in business so it sort of helps you um in that way so that's why your holding company is going to be an escort and what is a holding company anyway it's really just a company that's going to hold your assets it's not doing any business so i tell people you cannot have your holding company doing business in any sort of risky type of way other than just owning assets because of the fact that if you open it up to liability, then whatever is held in that holding company could be vulnerable, right? So that's why we're using that. Your next layer is now your LLC. So your LLCs are going to be to own your real estate to own your businesses or your your several various businesses and they don't have to be llc's i'm just bringing you down to the next layer right um if your business is a corporation but you want it to be held by your holding company that can be done as well we just have to it gets a little bit grainy so you want to make sure that we check all the rules and and make sure that it's being done properly um, but your LLCs also have liability protection, right? So liability protection basically does protect you from lawsuits and claims and all those type of things uh, because it's separating your trust or your holding company from whatever the asset is that's in there, right? So it, the liability is contained to that one area. And so 
all of these different things are just adding on different layers of protection and giving you separation and giving you certain incentives um, for doing so. Um, the, the one thing I want to point out, though, is when you do have real estate, because remember I said it doesn't matter if it's an LLC or another type of entity. When you do have uh, real estate, you want to make sure it is owned in an LLC. Why? Because if you want to do certain business transactions where you want to transfer your real estate out of whatever entity that it's already in, if it's a corporation, you would have to pay tax, even if it's not a sale, even if it's just a transfer for whatever reason. Um, if it's an LLC, no matter what the reason that you transfer it, you do not pay what's called a capital gains tax. I don't want to get too confusing here. Um, but generally, unless you are like flipping properties, you want to make sure that your real estate is in an LLC, right? So we have that layer of your companies. Then you have, you know, within those companies or some of them, whatever your real estate holding is, you will have your real estate in, in those companies. And it's really easy to transfer once your real estate is owned within these companies because it's easy to just do the paperwork, transfer them to your holding company and transfer your holding company to your trust. Um, so you're not doing a whole bunch of deed transfers and things of that nature. It kind of makes it um, sort of easy. Um and then let's get into the other accounts, right? So we also talked about your savings accounts, your investment accounts, your IRA accounts, your bank accounts. These type of things are owned by you personally. And so having them transferred to your trust or having your trust be the owner will also allow it to be part of this big umbrella. But it's going to be sort of at the top, side by side with your uh, holding companies because they're going to be owned directly um, by your trust. So this is the strategy. Hopefully the drawing helps you have a better understanding of what I'm rambling about <laughs> over here. Um, just know that this is something that you could build, that you could build up to, that you could aspire to. You don't have to do it all in one day. Um, you could sort of put each piece together to start you on your wealth journey and know that your trust is going to be your foundation and then everything else will come after that. So I hope that this was helpful for you. And, you know, if if you thought that this was, you know, super complex or over your head, this is the type of thing that we do day in and day out at my firm, the Ambitious Legacy Firm. We help put these strategies to, in place for individuals. So if it's something that you're interested in, feel free to reach out to us. You can find us on theambitiouslegacyfirm.com. Um, I'll put the, the information in the show notes so that you have it. And we're here to help. So see you next time. Thank you.